The BCA superintendent, who didn't particularly like Lucas but found him to be a valuable foil when it came to dealing with political issues, called him at home as Lucas was working his way through the times and a bowl of steel-cut oatmeal, which his wife and daughter said was good for something. It was organic and saved the whales or lowered his cholesterol. One of those things. He yearned for a simple glazed donut but not if it doomed Mother Earth. His cell phone began ringing and simultaneously rattling like a snake on the table next to his hand. Really big trouble, the superintendent said. There's going to be a lot of media. Schaffer and his crew are on the way. You'd better get out there, too, so you're up to speed. I'm trying to find Rosemarie to tell her about it. Murder, he said. An entire family slaughtered. Lucas backed the Porsche out of his garage and found a gray sky and a cool day going cold. Rain coming, disturbing the summer, hinting at what all Minnesotans knew in their bones. Winter always comes. The death house sat down a leafy black-topped lane, a stone, brick, and whiteboard lakeside palace where the great Gatsby might have lived, made for summer soirees with mimosas and mint juleps. The deep green summer trees grew in close and dense, so thick that even nearby noises seemed muffled and distant, and a perfect lawn dropped down a gentle slope to Lake Minnetonka. A floating dock stuck into the lake like a finger, a fast fiberglass cruiser was tied to one side of the dock, an oversized pontoon boat to the other, ready to party. The scene was dead quiet, except for the moaning wind in the trees. The incoming clouds were so gray and low, the house so touched with a cool decorator chic, a tightness, a foreboding, that a Hollywood camera corkscrewing down the lane to the front door would have automatically hinted at horrors to be found behind the well-scrubbed window glass. A crazy housewife with poison, a husband with a meat cleaver in his hand, a couple of robotic kids with a long-barreled revolver and blank gray eyes. None of which would have done justice to the real horror behind the doors. Lucas got to the house at a little after eleven o'clock in the morning and walked back out on the front porch five minutes later, looking for a breath of fresh air and maybe a place to spit to get the taste of death out of his mouth. He was a tall, hard, very rich man with broad shoulders and a hawkish nose, wearing a $200 white shirt and a dark blue purple label suit with a red Hermes necktie, the necktie twisted and pulled loose behind the knot. His face was tanned, and the thin white line of a scar dropped across one eyebrow onto his cheek. Another white scar showed in the pit of his neck, where a young girl, barely into her teens, had shot him with a street pistol that he hadn't seen coming. He rubbed his face with the fingers of his left hand, which protruded from a slightly dirty-looking cast. Dell Capslock followed him out onto the porch. Dell looked back over his shoulder and said, I don't think I've ever been to a crime scene this quiet. What are you going to say? Lucas asked. He sniffed at the cast. Nasty. He needed to wash it again. You know what freaked me out? Dell asked. It wasn't the kids. It was the dogs. The dogs couldn't tell us anything. They weren't witnesses. They weren't attack dogs. Two miniature poodles and a golden retriever? 
They killed them anyway. Hunted them down. They were killing everything. Because they liked it. I don't know. There's a lot going on in there, Lucas said. Maybe they killed the dogs first to extort information. Went around and shot them just to prove that they'd do it. Then the boy, then the wife and daughter, then the guy. They wanted something from the guy. We don't know they did it that way, Dell said. Dell was too thin, grizzled, some would say, unshaven, dressed in jeans and a T-shirt and Nike cross trainers. The T-shirt said Menards, which was a local building supply chain. His comment reflected an ingrained skepticism about any unsupported assertion. He wanted facts. I feel like they did, Lucas said. He was more comfortable with assumption and speculation than Dell.